The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs. Here we are on a Tuesday, everybody. A victory Tuesday as the Cowboys went on Monday Night Football for their 49th win in franchise history on a Monday Night Football. That's third all time. And it's a 23-16 victory over the previously unbeaten New York football hmm. Giants. So Dallas now 2-1. They've won two straight. Giants fall to 2-1. Um Eagles lead the division right now undefeated here. Let's get some Cowboy content to you with our man, Patrick Walker. Eagles, DallasCowboys.com. Eagles 3-0 right now. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how long they stay atop. All right. Kevin Gray, 105.3, the family official home of the Dallas Cowboys on the radio What's up, side Wayne? of things here. Give me your MVP of the game. Start with you. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, I thought, made himself a lot more money last night because <laughs> if nothing else, just like last week against Cincinnati, he kept it simple. You got a suspect offensive line. You got a rookie over there at right tackle with Evan Neal. Let's just send Demarcus Lawrence after him all night and see what happens. And Demarcus Lawrence goes out there and gets three sacks. And I thought Dan Quinn, we'll get to Kellen Moore obviously throughout the course of the show, but I thought Dan Quinn was fantastic last night. Mm-hmm. Kept it simple, get after the passer, and they did it 24 times pressure-wise <laughs> last night. A 49% pressure rate. That's literally insane when you yeah. think about that last night. That's Pat, you, were there at, you were there at the middle end. I'm going to, I'm going to play off of, uh, of the Quinn, and I'm going straight to Tank. Yeah. Because it, it's one thing to scheme it up, and obviously that's, that's key. Um, but the execution, as the Cowboys know all too well, the execution can win or lose you a game. So um, Tank went down there, and, and going into the game, obviously the tortoise field went crazy. Um, kind of going at him because the comment that he made jovially, he always kind of playfully jabs at the mm-hmm. Giants when he said he was asked, you know, you used to refer to Eli Manning as quote unquote little Eli. Uh, how do you feel about Daniel Jones? And he smirked. He said, you know, I'm excited to see little Eli again. <laughs> okay. So then came the Twitter sphere and they're like, oh, you're going to get deleted. You're not going to do anything, et cetera, et cetera. One sec, two sec, three sec, six pressures in the first half alone. And it took him being leaving the game early in the third to be evaluated for a foot injury that basically deleted his third quarter and his momentum. If not for that, he's on pace for five or six sacks in that game. But more importantly, he set the tone early for that entire defense. And in doing so, gave Cooper Rush and those guys uh, a you know better field position before more of the bend, no, you know, don't break kind of kicked in. So for me, especially in a game where the – Holding calls were not happening against Ooh, Michael boy. Parsons. Man, Tank was still able to get off and get off early. So for me, it's, it's Tank. Early on the players' lounge here on DallasCowboys.com, I I gave a game ball to the entire defensive line, which includes Fair. Tank, Fair. Uh, a sixty percent Michael Parsons, mm-hmm. Dorrance Armstrong. Um, he was you, great. You know, <laughs> yeah, Neville Gallup, Osa I mean, just that whole group of guys yeah. and what they did in terms of pressuring Daniel Jones. And I don't know if Daniel Jones has a massage therapist. Oh, boy. Um, 
you know, but that that man needs somebody. He gets to, the badge of honor for last to, night to, for to dealing with all of that. He needs some praying hands. Yeah. Right, right. right. I mean, yeah. pastor has to lay hands. On him. I mean, it's got to be in call. I mean, that man, man that Miyagi, man, that man can get out of bed and do it. You know, I mean, he, he got tore up last night and escaped many sacks with his legs. Mm-hmm. But Micah had at least two sacks that, that uh, he probably should have got. Demarcus probably had two more. Right. But but Daniel Jones, you know, slipped out of some. I know Donovan Wilson. I mean, it was, there were a bunch of almost. Yeah, right. you know, so, so Durant's the, had another one that was deleted by a penalty. Yeah, the so. Kelvin Joseph penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew the words Kelvin Joseph was gonna get Newey Newey going this afternoon. You know, mental errors. Got I mean, he had he had a nice play in special teams though, Newey. You, you, you saw the special teams play he had last night. Well, I tell you, boy, we should all draft second rounders to come play and make a special teams. Hey, play. hey, you got to make a contribution where I it needs mean, to be. I mean, you got to make a contribution you know, somewhere. You, you got it to Newey's point. You got to delete the mental errors. Yeah, because it's especially in these close games that the Cowboys are having to claw their way out of uh, and through. The mental errors, the self-discipline, those are the ones that can lose you games. Yeah. So it, it got you. You could beat the Giants like that, but going to Los Angeles, going to Green right. Bay. You can't right. beat yourself right. in that you way. You can't right. go mm-hmm. give you a fresh set. You could beat Tom Brady like that. Exactly. Right. You can't get a fresh set of downs to Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Matthew right. Stapp. You, right. you just can't do it. So, um, you know, boss man fat, you, you've, you've, got, you've got to be better. <laughs> I mean, that, that was, he, he, to Kevin's point, he is improving. Um, but those types of things, that, that'll keep you – Getting the side eye from the coaching staff, mm-hmm. just like okay, you make did a great, great play on one yeah, you hand. Did great, you did great, and it's like, oh, yeah, and it's like, so, oh, come on, Calvin. Now you know, learning curve, learning curve. And if you do his arms from me, you take money out of my pocket, man. You know? Hey, man, that's Jerry's favorite out here handling business, man. Hey. Kansas Jayhawks is on uh, hey. Dorrance. No, Dorrance is uh, his his agent is still pointing at that that play on field. He's like, look, my man did his job. <laughs> he, he did what he's supposed to do. My man did, and he blocked a kick earlier right. in the game. My guy yeah. did his job. Yeah. Shout out to Dorrance because if if that. Um, second sack doesn't get deleted. That's two multi-sack games for him. Three outings for Durant Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to the dominance of the Cowboys pass rush to have Micah at four, who could have easily had multiple yesterday if the flags were flying in his favor. Uh, uh, Tank Marcus has three, three. could have had more. Durant, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you could be looking at right now, hypothetically, atop the sack chart for the Cowboys, six, five, four, six, five, five. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Going into week four? It's scary, man. Scary hours for I that mean, defensive line. Dan Quinn for president. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay him like it, too. You got you to pay him well, like you know, it. You know Jerry is not afraid to pay his assistants. But yeah. that's the story for another Pay, day. Paying him won't be the issue. It'll yeah. be keeping him. Yeah, that's that's the thing I kept running through my mind last night, not trying to honestly take away from what the Cowboys did, mm-hmm. but I kept looking at Dan Quinn's situation. I was like, man. If this defense, which right now we don't have any any indication that it won't continue to play this way, somebody's going to pay Dan Quinn a lot of money to come run their program. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. This was the counterpoint that I uh, brought up last offseason when he was a top candidate for several positions. He's having fun. He is. A ton of fun. The Cowboys are basically giving him, for, for the most part, carte blanche on the defensive side of the ball as far as building personnel at, at, at the expense of the offense. Sorry, Kellen. But Dan <laughs> Quinn is getting basically what he needs to dominate on the defensive side of the ball. So when you have those two things, and keep in mind, uh, this he's still only – he's less than two years removed from the tragedy that was the Atlanta head mm-hmm. coaching job. So that's still in the forefront of his head. He's like, hey, am I really going to – also, keeping in mind, Jerry is willing to pay him whatever needs to happen. So the money's here. The fun is here. The personnel is here. The the position status, it might be over here. Stop. But does that outweigh <laughs> these things? I, I'm speaking Stop. objectively. Like, all of that matters. Okay, it, spe- it's a full equation. I'll speak objectively. It's a full equation. Dan Quinn is a competitive guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, facts. Sure. Facts. This is a man 
who should have a ring. Most definitely. Yeah. As a head coach. As a head coach. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, coach. He, he has a shiny thing. Should have a ring as mm-hmm. a head coach to go along with the ring yeah, he's yeah. got, got, got as a in DC. Seattle. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, should have had two rings as an assistant coach. Darren Bevel. Well, you know, if you, <laughs> if you handle Bevel. If you handle the ball. 24 there. back there in you know, Seattle. To, to Skittles. You know, give the ball to Skittles. You know. might be. But his call. Yeah, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. So I can't believe that a man who, who also went out on several head coaching uh, interviews last mm-hmm. year. He was a forerunner in, uh, front runner in Denver. Denver, yeah. Should have got the Ooh. Denver job. <laughs> I know. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I think there's regrets hey, right there. Yeah, the Hackett thanks, experiment thanks, out there. Thanks, Denver. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate like, The GM yeah. wanted him. Yeah. Elway and the team president didn't, but mm-hmm. the GM wanted him. So, thanks. oops. Right. Uh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Let's ride. They're in first place. They're in first place. So, it's, that's their first They place. scored 43 points in the first three games so, in their first place. That's wild. But for Dan Quinn, anyone who is doing their job properly when they go out and open up a job this, this offseason mm-hmm. has got to call him. He'll be number one on a lot yeah, of people's yeah. lists. And well, they're going to be number two. Sean will be number one. True. Yeah. Peyton. Peyton will be number one. Yeah. Okay. But also, Peyton's going to be out of some people's wheelhouse. Like we, they, they still going to call. Pay, we can't pay yeah. that. But, but, but you're going to call. Um, so, okay. To, so, get, to at so, least get the So, note. Peyton Quinn. <laughs> but at the same time, too, here's the thing about Peyton and Quinn. Because Peyton's already said it. And then when Dan Quinn rejected the invitation from Jackson, <laughs> they're only going to certain places. Mm-hmm. So, if Ron Rivera doesn't make it, he ain't going to Washington. Neither yeah. one of them. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. David Jimmy Tepper. G wouldn't even go to Washington. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, he went, I'll take the surgery. He was like, Washington? You know what? Let me go ahead and my go dad fixed. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Washington? My neck. Yeah. My yeah. back. Uh-huh, yeah. My neck and yeah. my back. <laughs> but Carolina, with the kind of money David Tepper has. He's got a lot of cash. Billionaire. That's fair. That's one of those where. But no quarterback real situation out there, though. You're right. But Still. that also gives you the blank canvas to say, okay. What, what would you uh, like to true. do? Mm-hmm. You get to bring in your guys yeah. instead of being stuck with their guys. That's true. So that this yeah. is something to be said for that. Right. So so that's that's the kind of situation I look towards. I mean, he gave Matt Rule the keys. Yeah, it would also stick it to the Falcons. Sure enough, Ooh, boy. Mm. Sure enough, would. Mm. That's, hey, I see. But but, 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 yeah, but I mean, I mean, and that's <laughs> for beat them twice here. Yeah, that's either way. Sean Payton do. I mean, yeah. you know, Sean Payton mm-hmm. is hey, hey, Saints. But but either way, not that he wants to stick it to the Saints, but still, you know, you you know, you right. have an understanding of the division. But just that's what it's going to take to get, attract a, a a coach like that. And if you are David Tepper, after everything that just went wrong with Matt Rule, and Maybe he saved his job, but the folks I talked to in Charlotte don't really feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to get somebody with some experience. Yeah, so, you need yeah. a home run swing. So if you don't want to pay the compensation towards the Saints because you got to trade, got to trade something for him. Yeah, you want to tell me Dan Quinn shoots up the list? So that's the kind of thing I'm looking for. Dan Quinn say, hey, where's a good operation yeah, at? That's if you're going to go, that's fair. Um, so so. But Michael Parsons is in Dallas. So hey, look, Michael Parsons. <laughs> that might Michael be enough Parsons to keep is. anybody in Dallas <laughs> for sure. Do you walk <laughs> away from LT? <laughs> it's a fluid situation. It's a fluid situation that we must continue to monitor. Sure. So right now, yeah. I'm like, who who's going to be? Because I also looked at the list here that came out of the odds, like who's the coach, number one coach right now to get fired? Cliff King. Kingsbury, no one. Mm. Heck, it might be one and done. So they might double. Denver might double back. Come on back. They might start. Hey, back. so so I'm just good just, defense in Denver too. Good but you know what? Until then, 
He's a cowboy. He's, he's right here. Yeah, he's all good we right here. here. We have here. But it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely a situation when that, that you know I keep looking out on because what he's doing here is phenomenal. And in an offensive league, if you've got somebody that understands defense and how to stop offense, this man stopped Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Then he stopped Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And then he held Saquon Barkley to 80-plus yards, and it took 36 yeah, yards 36 to get yard to run. that because yeah. without that run, which could have been a TFL, right? Yeah, Anthony Barr missed tackle. For, right, yeah. If not for that TFL, mm-hmm. Barkley finishes 13 carries, 45 yards? Hey, um, so, so look, Dan, Dan <laughs> Quinn has reinvented himself, and he is going to be a super hot commodity. I understand Sean Payton is, but, um, hey, look, Dan, if, if Dan Quinn finishes second, and, and you know, behind Sean, whatever Sean Payton wanted, I mean, somebody's going to get a really, really good football coach. You're going to get a good football coach. Who has an understanding of what it takes to get to a Super Bowl. You're not hiring a lot of people like that right now in the National Football. This is Jerry with the blank check. <laughs> and Jerry's done that multiple times to people. Hmm? Multiple. I've talked to people in the building who said to me, Jerry said, don't let money be the reason you go. Mm. Here so to tell you. People have ended up staying in several positions here as – number twos, but were being paid number one money yeah. in the industry for what they did. Well, you heard what Jerry said uh, a couple years ago. He said I, he was referring to the Dak Prescott uh, negotiation, but he said, I don't get hand cramps when writing checks. That line permeates throughout every aspect of his business, in all of his businesses. It's a bottomless well. So like you said, don't let money be the issue because you can pay not. coaches all the money you want to. It's nice. No salary cap on coaches. <laughs> hey, they can smell break. fresh cash. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cash money. There you go. Let's take a break and dive into one Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. who has taken a lot of uh, hits this year, and a lot of it deservedly so. But let's throw him a rose. Uh, you know, throw him his roses. Mm-hmm. Give him his flowers today. Yeah, last sure. night we got Kevin Gray, Patrick Walker, Newey Scruggs, Media Match right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. 
with John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Mini Mash. Victory Tuesday, Cowboys take out the Giants at the Meadowlands 23-16 in their first road game of the year. The Cowboys' two wins can't – I'd say the Cowboys' first two games were played at AT&T Stadium, a close loss to Tampa Bay. They beat uh, Cincinnati. Now they've beaten the New York football Giants. It is now Dallas week. It is. It's Dallas versus Washington. Mm. You guys, you know what Dallas week is? I do know what Dallas you know week what Dallas is. Dallas week is. Washington, it's a thing. Yes, it's a big old thing. In it's the, a in thing. The, in, in the DMV. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, They're going to bring their own benches this time, too? They're going to do that again? Yeah. I think it's just chilly enough. It's, <laughs> it's 80-something degrees <laughs> indoors. Uh-huh. To bring, just chilly enough bring to bring their own equipment. heated benches. Chris, yeah, man, can you check yeah. and see, do they still have the luncheon? They used to have, like, a big, they had, like, a big old Listen, luncheon. Listen, just rent-free. Rent-free in their heads, like. Like the homecoming game. Like, yeah. Dallas week. Yeah, for yeah, a team a that luncheon? has a fight, so, a fight song. They had a luncheon. Oh, yeah. Dallas week, man. Luncheon. You're bringing back the old timers and the greats. Mm-hmm. This is a big – this was used to be a real big deal. I said, it, it, you might as well call it a homecoming game. Dallas week. For them. <laughs> the team them. with the fight song, yeah. Oh, it was, it, it was must a, be us going there when they have the luncheon. No, not, no bro, brother, it's – Coming time. here? They're coming at twice. Oh, I mean, it's a big deal. I know deal. we ain't hosting no luncheon. It's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're not getting no food yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have, um, uh, I remember it was uh, it was like one of the dudes that got busted in that, that investigation. The broadcaster guy, I saw him. And it was a, they had, it was over at Champs and Irving. They had like a big old, like Chris Cooley came. Yeah. They, they had like a big old Washington party. And all these fans <laughs> came and they are all there. They're burgundy and gold. Like, hey, we're coming to Dallas. Coming to Dallas. Oh, that's so, sad. So it was, uh, yeah, man, they were all that's ready sad. to roll. And, and then poor Larry. His name was Larry Michael. He Every week, as the radio voice, you know, he do the scouting report mm-hmm. and then you know, give us prediction. Washington won every week. He picked them to win every week. I'm like, man, that's, that's been like you know two decades. Ago, right? <laughs> right, it's been a while I since mean, you, you know. He's like, like sooner or later, I'm gonna be right. <laughs> yeah, brother, it's okay if you don't pick him because look at the look at right. what's going on yeah, here, yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's Dallas week, man, over Washington. And I tell you what, if the way they got after Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones used his leg. What's Carson Wentz gonna do? This yeah, week, he's man? in he's in trouble. Use prayer. <laughs> Some anointing oil. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, listen, they might have a better shot with Heineke. Four pressures against uh, Daniel Jones. Five sacks. This is a defense that leads the league in sacks going against a Washington team that just let the Eagles sack Carson Wentz eight times. Mm-hmm. Eight times. Carson Wentz better bring every – he better just roll himself, roll himself around in bubble wrap and then put a helmet on because you're going to get banged around. You know what was interesting about last night, and you, I'm sure you noticed this, you know, Micah started off playing a lot more off ball mm-hmm. last night. Yeah, he was off the ball quite a bit. And I think some of that was to be able to conserve some of his energy given how he was, you, know, you know, going out here with the, the flu game and all. Right. Micah Parsons, I, I'm assuming going into the rest of the week is going to be healthy. Yeah. So now you get to turn him loose fully going against, against Carson Wentz this week. So I'm interested to see how much more he'll be able to be turned up Given the fact that he should be fully healthy uh, after you know going through what he went through you know over the course of the week, Quinn is going to send the dogs at Carson Wentz. Deep, You've yeah. seen you can rattle him 
and when and he'll, give Wilson, and he'll give it away. Yeah, yeah and he'll throw it away. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you rattle when you rattle him, yeah. the opportunities for takeaways increase exponentially. He he will give it away. So all right, you're feeling good about the defense. Nothing but kudos. The offense. Kellen Moore. Some kudos to be given there. Yeah, mm-hmm. his flowers need to be given this yeah. on this afternoon as well, for the, sure. The Cowboys averaged 5.9 yards a rush, 176 yards on the ground on 30 attempts. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Tony Pollard with 13 carries for 105 yards. Ezekiel Elliott with 15 carries for 73 yards and a touchdown. Zeke with a long of 27. Um, this is what a certain group of media and fans have been asking for sure. from Kellen Moore. Ezekiel Elliott has been asking. At me, Nui. At me. <laughs> At me. <laughs> Can we run the ball, please? <laughs> please? Pretty please? Uh, and then you counter that with Cooper Rush, who threw 31 times. Mike McCarthy has talked about trying to find balance. Mm, how about that? That is balance. 31 uh, passing attempts, 30 total total rushes. With your bulk, your you know, the bulk of them going to your two ball carries mm-hmm. or twenty eight carries between Pollard and Elliott. I don't know. Does somebody just plaster the 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 stats and kill Kellen? This could be every week. You could do that. You could do this again, mm-hmm. right? Like you can do it again. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. it, yeah, you don't have to go away from yeah, it. Right, yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. He he heard it and he heard it and he heard it coming out of week one. He heard it from the media, um, and he most certainly heard it within this building. And, and you could tell that Mike McCarthy was one that kind of put it in his ear. And, and that's why Mike McCarthy going into week two admitted that he was going to have a little bit more of a hand in the offensive game plan and things like that. And that was kind of a strong hint to say, while I still believe strongly in Kellen Moore, he also said there are some growing pains there. And he wanted uh, Kellen Moore to be a little bit more conservative. And his wording was to be smarter in certain situations. I took that to mean in those situations in week one where he got away from what was working with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard at times, got into the trick plays, didn't work, tried it again, didn't work, and then completely abandoned it, came back, it worked, and then he was like, yeah, I, this is this is working? Okay, let me try something else. Stop calling plays. <laughs> Manage, you know, call a game. Right, so what he did was difference. going into mm-hmm. week two, he saw what would have worked in week one, and to his credit, he stuck with it. And then it they got a win. So going into week three, he's like, hey, if it, if it ain't broke, this might be one of the rare times that I'm not going to try to fix it. And, you know, McCarthy probably looked at him and said, you you don't. Don't try to fix it. And then it works again. And this was – I spoke about this on Talking Cowboys going into uh, the matchup with the Giants. I, I said for those that are saying, oh, well, it's the new-look Giants and the Giants defense, et cetera, et cetera, what was glaring to me was even in their victories, they, they didn't – shut down Derrick Henry, who had over 80 yards rushing. They certainly didn't shut down C-Mac in, in Carolina, who had over 100 yards rushing. So they, they were averaging 90 yards rushing allowed on the ground between the first two games. I said, there's your attack point, mm-hmm. right? You got Zeke and Pollard, attack that, attack that, attack that, even more so than you would have Tom Brady, which you should have, even more so than you did the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, you really need to just tenderize that meat. And what do you get? You get Tony Pollard getting his first 100-yard game since week two of last season. You get Ezekiel uh, Elliott contributing with almost 80 yards and a key touchdown to help swing the momentum in the Cowboys' favor, a favor on a key drive that moved all almost all the way down the field. That set the tone. We talked about Tank setting the tone defensively. Kellen set the tone offensively by saying, hey, my guys, I don't, I don't care that, that it's Matt Farniak 
until they put in Jason Peters, which mm. we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it's Matt Farniak and Tyler Biadish still kind of developing. And we see what we have in uh, Tyler Smith at left tackle. They heard all week that young left side attacked that left side. Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau uh-huh. is here, et cetera, et cetera, attacked that left side. Wink is going to scheme it up. Kellen said, do it then. He looked Wink right in the eyes and said, do it then. Cooper, handoff, handoff, (laughs) handoff, burn the edge, burn the edge. And I love how they kept the pass rushers on their heels Mm -hmm. by burning the edge before to set up the A and B game. Fantastic. So, Kellen Moore, it it wasn't a perfect game, but it rarely is, but easily one of the better schemed and adapted games that I've seen Kellen Moore call. So, and let's not even talk about the fourth down call. You talk about some some marbles. Well, not just that, <laughs> but honestly, it was the third and 12 and the toss to Zeke. Yeah. And you're watching the game, you're thinking, fam, we're not doing third and 12 toss plays here. Right. We're trying to get something manageable, maybe get the ball back and let the defense work. And I thought that play was a microcosm of just – a the way that he was calling the game and what he allowed his – he trusted his guys right. in that situation. So I thought Kellen Moore did a great job. There's a lot of times where we look at this team in games like this and we say, are you going to win these kinds of games on the road against opponents where you should beat them even when you're shorthanded? These are the, what good teams do and win games like this. And I thought, while it wasn't perfect, obviously, it was good enough to do what they had to do. And they just kept it simple again – continuing with the balance that they had last Real quick, night. before I throw it back to Nui, also consider this. The way the game was schemed and called by Kellen Moore, if the execution is there, this is a 35-plus point game for the Cowboys. You talk about the the penalty that went uncalled on Noah Brown in the mm-hmm. end zone in the end that zone. could have been a touchdown, and at worst, if it, or at best, touchdown. At worst, if it's called, it's put on the one-yard line. Assume they punch that in. Mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb drops what would have been a gimme touchdown. Gimme touchdown. It was right in the bread basket. Shouts out to Cooper Rush, who played fantastic football. Receivers didn't really help him until later in the game, but to their credit, they finally did. But you got a, a potential touchdown drop by CeeDee okay. Lamb. You got the uncalled penalty on Noah Brown. You got Jalen Tolbert on the deep pass, another great pass from Cooper Rush that got short-armed. It didn't happen. Maybe that sets up, you know, whatever the case may be. But I say all that to say, Kellen Moore schemed up a 35-plus point game, and he did it without getting away from the backbone of what was working, which was Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Again, one of the better uh, schemed and called play games I've seen from Kellen Moore in a while. So kudos to him. Well, we praise the defense – Praise the offense coordinators are talking today. Got to throw some bones at the special teams you, because I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, not his first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> when Kevon Turpin is out there, man, I'm stopping. Where's he at? Yeah, yeah, you got to count for him. Yeah, um, shooketh. Brett Maher. <laughs> Brett Maher. You know uh-huh. the comeback, the resurrection. Of How Brett about Maher. money, Maher? Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just looking at the Cowboys. I'm just saying, man. If you can, you're you can win with your defense every week. Fact, yeah. If you're winning with your special teams each week, just a little bit of offense, a couple of touchdowns, yeah, just, yeah. just sprinkle it in, yeah. and don't don't shoot those other two phases in the foot with turnovers, and then you got to win. The way this defense is playing, 21 points so far in each of these three weeks. You wins you all three games. You, know, you don't need 20. 20. 20. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. Warren said. We said, get us 20, we win. Yeah. With those Bucks teams, like, if you give us 20 with this defense, we're going to get it. And, and that's the way 
Fuquel and Ward coach that way. Right. You're you're not last year's team, high scoring team. Like, right. That's that's not it that's anymore. Done. And with what you've got right now, you don't have the weaponry. You don't have so you adjust your coaching, and it looks like he's doing that. Mm-hmm. But special teams, man. What a fantastic job. Oh, by the way, Brian Anger. I thought he had one of the most clutch plays of the game. Yeah. Again. Again. Just like he did yeah. last week against, against Cincinnati. Again. Did the same thing again. Again. In the Johnson and Nine Yard. You got Brett yep. Morrow, who has not missed a kick yet. And yep. it, it, that has to be stated and stated again because one of the bigger question marks was during the resigning or ahead of the resigning, which version of Brett Morrow are the well, Cowboys we, getting? We see we've got, we've got, you've got a good version here. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back here. Trayvon Diggs. Let's talk about it. Found a, he found That's the football. That's my mm-hmm. CD. Media Mash right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning the official ag and turf equipment supplier of the dallas cowboys visit unitedagandturf.com for more todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable and now todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour but the good news is todd has at&t 5g that is fast reliable and secure and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew at&t 5g Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. This sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash here on a Victory Tuesday. Cowboys take out the Giants 23-16 at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Got Kevin Gray, 105.3 The Fan, the official radio home of the Cowboys. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com here. All right, guys, I'm going to ask you the question because I'd asked Danny and Barry from their playing days, what is a ride home on the charter like after a win like that? In New York, where they packed the house, that crowd was there, they were rolling out folks for their Hall of Fame. Take me through the enjoyment of the playing ride home. (laughs) Honestly, man, it, it it wasn't that crazy, and I and I think the plane that we take now is different. It, it is different, and I think that one of the reasons why it's a different atmosphere for us is because there's like five levels. Okay, you know, and it's it's just kind of separated. Before it was just one 
big, you know, like first class and then everyone else. And you could hear all the games and all the stuff playing, win or loss. No, you've been on some of these too. So, But this one, I think it was because it was a very intense game, hard-hitting, physical, late, I think, short week ahead. I think a lot of guys were sleeping, honestly. And so I don't think it was that crazy. I didn't hear a lot. Did you? No, that was basically the, the tone of it. I mean, there was a, a – Great energy, obviously leaving the stadium. Guys were, you know, had pep in their step, considering what they had just done. First, you know, division win of the season, and in that fashion, gutsy back alley brawl. Um, but once everybody got on the charter and things kind of settled in, guys were pretty much lights out, like literally speaking. And you know, they were just kind of drained. And late night flying back into Dallas. They were trying to get as much rest as they could because, like Nick said, short week. You don't have a lot of time to enjoy this win. Washington's coming up on Sunday, and we're already having this conversation on Tuesday. So mm -hmm. they were kind of switching gears as early as the flight home. Back to the defense. The Cowboys' front, outstanding. Uh, Warren Sapp used to say the back don't work without the front. So the front was working, and uh, in the first half, Diggs had one, and he almost got two. He finally got one. Uh, so this is now 15 interceptions in his first 31 career games in the National Football League. Um, that's number three all time to snag wow, that many man. that early. Mm -hmm. Everson Walls mm -hmm. with 21 in 31 games. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Wow. Back when they didn't throw like today. Yeah, okay? that was a running league. Yes, in a running league. And then you got James Hunter of Detroit, who had 15 and 31, uh, his first 31 games, the same as Diggs here. Uh, what else can you say about the young man? I think what I love more about him this year, and I tried to tell people this, is that even if he doesn't have the numbers that he did last year, I think he's going to be a better football player. And you've seen the aggressiveness, the tackling. We saw that last week against Cincinnati. Absolutely. Obviously, he missed the one last night that I think he would have took back to the house. But you can tell this is a motivated football player that has heard the things around him about, oh, he can't cover guys downfield. He gives up too many yards. He does do, do, you know, all these other things. I thought he's been really good the first three weeks of the year. But for me, it's the aggressiveness and the physicality that he's brought. That I think that's the biggest difference in his game right now. I, I, I agree. Uh, I think he has grown as an overall football player. Um, I would also add that, and I said this earlier um, to, to Nick and, and everyone upstairs, and I think that once the ice is broken on interceptions or sacks, right, mm -hmm. they start to come in bunches. So uh, it's it's fantastic to see that he broke that ice in week three ahead of a battle with Carson Wentz who is probably going to be under siege. Who he got his first pick right? against. Um, and he and Diggs could have easily had two or three interceptions, one of which could have been a pick six. I still don't know how Daniel Jones, what kind of hocus-pocus that was to get that ball through Diggs in that fashion. Because even uh, defensive backs coach Al Harris, I was talking to him on the flight about it, and he just was wide-eyed. He was like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> that defied <laughs> physics. But you, you look at you know the narratives that are going against Diggs, and he's defined each one of those narratives over the course of the first three weeks. He's tackling very well. His coverage, well, his coverage was never in doubt. But even with his aggressiveness, he's also mixing in knowing when to be aggressive versus knowing when to stay on the hip of the receiver. So just overall, as a defensive back, he's becoming that true shutdown that you can leave him on an island. Yeah, I, I think that, like you guys were talking about the quarterbacks, I mean, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, like – it's going to get worse than that, you know, from from a, a you know quarterback elite status. 
And it did. You know, Daniel Jones, I always thought, was very giving. You know, he likes to get the ball. <laughs> Carson Wentz will be much more giving right, as well. Much just more coming. so. And, and, Kevin, to your point, I mean, that that great interception, he's probably mad that he didn't get three. You yeah. Know, or four or, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, uh, he's just around the ball, and, he, and he's got those hands. like It's like his brother is an all-pro receiver or something like that. You know, the and, hands in the family well, are very good. Right, right. This is good. This is great. And like he used to be a receiver. Yeah. Receiver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. About the, yeah. So good at but, catching. But, but, but let's say this, dude. Like, like Anthony Brown is also yes. playing well on the other mm-hmm, side yes. because if he wasn't, they would never go to him. Like, yes. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't mess with Diggs. Anthony Brown's doing his job over there, too. And and like you said about Warren Sapp, the front and, and the back end that starts with the front. I mean, Everson Walls will be the first to tell you he was getting a lot of interceptions back then because Tutal Jones, Harvey Martin, Randy White, they were in the quarterback's face, right. and he was getting pop fly picks and stuff like that. So and that's what happened that last night. I mean, that that it's just menacing what they're doing to them. Um, Dalton Schultz didn't play. Think he plays this week? Yes. Yes. Especially looking at the um, rookies. You, you talked about that too. Uh, specifically, yeah, you talked about that too. Yeah, Hendershot out here at 29 yard receptions and whatnot. Yeah, you might want to help him out. Props to Lunda Wells. Okay? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we saw we saw in camp those kids working. Mm-hmm. We saw them. And and Lunda Wells deserves a lot of credit as a tight ends coach to get these guys ready to go. Uh, Will McClay and company deserve a lot of credit. They use a fourth rounder on on Ferguson. Then they signed Hendershot as a free agent. This was what you were. You crossed your finger. Well, we hope they. We hope we can be mm-hmm. okay. Sure. The tight end didn't hurt you last night at all. No, nope. not at all. You're, you're starting a rookie at tight end. You start another rookie at left tackle, where you had two guys who were really, really good. You were counting on at those two spots down. Uh, this is this is pretty cool. But I, I thought to myself, like, if you're you're Dalton Schultz, man, you got to play. You may yeah. want to play this week. Almost hurt them though. You know that that's why I think he keeps going back to how great the defense played because sure. the defense kept them in it so CD could get out of his funk. So Hendershot could stop getting penalties. He had a couple. You know he, he had a couple moments there, but then mm-hmm. he overcame it with these with these uh, catches. But those penalties could have been more of a problem if the defense wasn't playing the way they did, and so it kind of let everyone had a better team. Yeah. Right, but but it's almost like a pitcher that that just keeps going, keeps going, and then all of a sudden in the sixth or seventh inning, now the bats come alive, and that's how you won the game. But if it wasn't for those early innings where the pitcher kept them in the game, that's what I thought the defense did uh, actually for two weeks now. Yeah, for, for two weeks, because I just said to myself that— Really, three I, weeks. I said, you know, eight penalties, 70 yards. You can— this you got the Giants. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go to Los Angeles and think can't you're going to get the Rams or right. go to Lambeau Field and do right. that, which is a part of the growth process. Where I'll give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit. He he said, "Was it the first or second press conference we were out there at Oxnard? We're going to have to depend on our young players for this to, to start the year." He's like, "I didn't think we had to depend on this many, but, right. <laughs> but but they are, and and there we can see growth. We're seeing growth out of these young players." And you you rather take your lumps in September versus the all important November, December, and obviously most important January. Because this experience is going to be invaluable for them. Exactly, mm-hmm. and, and you know it's kind of circling back to your Dalton Schultz point. I said this last week. If I'm Dalton Schultz, it, it's about pain management, right? It, because you. You understand you're under a franchise tag. You understand what that means. You're trying to build value and reestablish value, be it for the Cowboys or somewhere else. You're trying to get your bag somewhere. And you also understand that Jake Ferguson was selected in the fourth round. Hey, if I'm doing shows, I'm thinking, where was I selected? Ah, the fourth round. Take the hint, right? Now you have Peyton Hendershot, who 
is in the Blake Jarwin mode of being able to make plays down the field. You look at Jake Ferguson as being in the Dalton Schultz mode where he can catch the ball, but he more so affects the game positively as a run blocker. You saw him on that that clip that's going around of Tyler Smith getting to the third level and just mowing through guys. Guess who was down there with Tyler Smith? Jake yeah, Ferguson, Ferguson was down there with was him. Down there. So if you're, if you're Dalton Schultz, if you can play at all against Washington, he's going to be on the field to do so. But again, kudos to, to Will McClay and, and Stephen Jones and, and Jerry Jones for being able to uh, we're talking about not just a fourth round pick because that should be an impact player, be it now or later. Peyton Hendershot is an undrafted yeah, rookie, undrafted guy. and he's impacting. So, yes, he made the mistakes, but I would also say that, hey, you know, last week Don Schultz had the fumble that could have cost the Cowboys the game if they didn't bounce back. So as as much as Dalton Schultz is the definitive tight end one, I want to be clear in that as it stands, he is the definitive tight end one in, in uh, Dallas. The longer he's out, the more ops go to those two young guys. And if they continue to take advantage of those opportunities, familiar. the conversation – <laughs> the conversation next offseason becomes much more challenging as far as he'd walk you know. to New York to get a yeah, he sure would. Uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Remember what Parcells used to say you don't want to lead a huddle because you don't know who's coming in, right? And and that's that's what the National Football League is. Um, I didn't go to the game last night, so so I, I was I was wishing as I was frustrated watching this particular play, I was like, I wonder what Nick is saying. Sam Williams, late hit on the sideline. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. if, only, uh, if only you could have heard. Look right, look right if only yeah. you could have heard. The look says everything about what, what Nick was thinking about last night. If only you could have heard when that play and, came from the oh, right side boy. of my head. It's oh. almost, and it was two times because he got lucky on another one where he, he knocked the guy out of bounds mm. kind of late, but yes. they didn't call it. I mean, he's just – it. he reminds me of Randy Gregory and Donovan Wilson. These are explosive, aggressive players. That's what they. That's why they're here. And sometimes when they play between the whistles, it can be really good for them. But sometimes that they they have a hard time of of you know stopping and and not being a little too aggressive. And so that I saw it with Randy. I saw it with Donovan even last night. I mean, the stupid play that he did. I mean, like, but some you'll take it if you get enough good. And right now we're not seeing. And that hopefully he saying. learns from that too. Yeah, hopefully he <laughs> learned. But he's just they're they're definitely aggressive, and they kind of all in the same mode. Because you're definitely getting a lot of good from Donovan Wilson. Yeah, to I help mean, you mm-hmm. kind of look past. You know, you tap on the shoulder and say, "Hey, yeah, don't ever do that again." But you have this and this and this and this and this. Fantastic, fantastic. So shouts out to Donovan Wilson. Uh, Gregory is, was that way too. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely. Gregory give you a couple sacks. Dean next to you, Greg, what you doing, yeah. man? What's what you? They you know, got that one kind of gear. Thing. Go, yeah. Yeah. All right, minute left here. Um, how are you feeling about the Commanders coming here, two-game win streak for the Cowboys? Carson Wentz, what's that old red hot chili pepper? So give it away, give it away now. Mm-hmm. Doing <laughs> that. Away, so I'm gonna start with you, Kevin. Away, Go around nah. the table. Uh, Dan Quinn and the defense keep it simple. Carson Wentz gets happy feet. Let's see how happy they are on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, it gets McLaren into uh, the allergies for uh, um, Micah. Yeah. Make sure Micah's good to go. PD light all week for my guy. <laughs> right. I, I think you're going to get, you know, I think you'll get Gallup. I think Schultz. I think you're going to start getting some some guys healthy. I mean, but as long as this defense can just kind of get after Carson Wentz and that offense, I, I see them winning. It's the same Carson Wentz that the Cowboys are familiar with, only now he's behind a worse offensive line than what he was in Philadelphia. 
yes, yes. Keep it straight up. Tell your, your four men up front to beat their guys. Randomly send the extra man if you need to. Sit back and wait for him to throw interceptions because he will. This is a game you got to get. It's another division gotta game. Got to have this game. You're at home. You have no room for error, and you got to get ready to go face the Rams and Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. This is a win you got to get. Hey, fun stuff here. Coach McCarthy coming up at the top of the hour on DallasCowboys.com. Hey, you got Patrick Walker. You got Nick Eatman. You got Kevin Gray. I'm Dewey Scruggs. This has been Media Mash. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock Central right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!